Good morning. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish, St. Mary the Mount Church, as we celebrate the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Assisting us today, our lector is Francis Casillo. Our altar servers are Dan and Nick Rogers. Our interpreter is Diana Saunders. I'm your cantor, Madeline Agello. And celebrating his last mass, our organist is Thomas Conroy. Our celebrants are Father Daniel and Deacon Frank. The lyrics to our opening hymn can be found in your bulletin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. My family, as we gather this morning to celebrate the life and love of God Almighty with us and for us, truly, as we gather to celebrate, we also recognize that there are difficult times in our lives, struggles, hurts, wounds that we just sometimes can't let go of. So I'm asking you to help us enter into this celebration of life and love of God. Let's call to mind one or two of the hurts or the struggles. Let's call them to mind and let us more honestly, purposefully just hand them over to God and expose them to God's healing and comforting mercy and compassion. Lord Jesus, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, enter our hearts and heal us, our sufferings and our failures. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you sit at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, 
forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, amen. Let us pray. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us and grant that with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast, even now, to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Please now be attentive to readings from sacred scripture. A reading from the second book of Kings. A man came from Baal Shalisha, bringing to Elisha, the man of God, 20 barley loaves made from the first fruits and fresh grain in the ear. Elisha said, give it to the people to eat. But his servant objected, how can I set this before a hundred people? Elisha insisted, give it to the people to eat. For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and there shall be some left over. And when they had eaten, there was some left over, as the Lord had said. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God.
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, I, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another through love, striving to preserve the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. One body and one spirit, as you were also called to the one hope of your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd followed him because they saw the signs he was performing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain and there he sat with his disciples. The Jewish feast of the Passover was near And when Jesus raised his eyes, he saw that a large crowd was coming to him. And he said to Philip, where can we buy enough food to feed them all? He said this to test him because he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, 200 days wages worth of food would not be enough for each of them just to have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are good are these for so many? 
Jesus said, have the people recline. Now there was a great deal of grass in that place. So the men reclined, about 5,000 in number. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them to those who were reclining, and also as much of the fish as they wanted. When they had had their fill, he said to the, his disciples, gather the fragments that are left over so that nothing will be wasted. So they collected them and filled 12 wicker baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves that they had more than they could eat. When the people had saw the sign he had done, they said, this is truly the prophet, the one who is coming into the world. Since Jesus knew that they were going to come and carrying him off to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain alone. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When I went on my first trip down to Chimbote, Peru, back in 2016, we met a young man named Davy. He was a bright, brilliant young man in his early 20s. And when we, we entered his home, he was on the ground. And finding out that he was physically challenged, he could not walk. So he invited us in and he would scatter himself or drag himself around the floor to make room for us when we were coming in. So talking with him, he, we asked him, like, where did he go, what did he do, and you know, where did he go to church? And he says, well, I, I go to church about 100 yards down the road here. And we asked him, how did he get there? He said, normally I would just drag himself across the floor, across the ground, to church. Now the climate down in Chibote, Peru is very desert-like. Uh, this is their winter, and they have like 6-degree lows, 70-degree highs. But they don't have a lot of water. They get the ocean right there, then it's just nothing but desert and sand. So imagine yourself trying to drag yourself through all the sand just to get to church. And what he did at church was he loved to, play, to help out in the choir. And he also had a guitar that he played during the choir. And he wanted to sing us a song, but unfortunately, the strings on his guitar have broken, and he couldn't do anything. So we said, you know what, the next time we come back here tomorrow, we'll pick up some strings and we can restring your guitar, then you can continue playing. So as he was there, his mom was there as well, and his mom was telling us that he needed to get to Lima, Peru for an eye exam because he was nearly blind, but they couldn't afford it. The bus takes eight hours just to get to Lima, Peru from Chimbote. That's just one way. Then it's another eight hours to get back. It's a long day to be just in a bus, not including how long you would spend for your eye exam. But they didn't have enough money to go. So if you all remember those cookies that we sell every year for the Chimbote Foundation, we take that money and we go down and we help people like Davey. So we said, look, we're, we'll be able to get your strings for your guitar, we'll pay for a ticket for you and your mom to go down to Lima, Peru and back, we'll pay for a hotel for you to stay at and enough 
to get something to eat. So at least your day will be covered. Your two days will be covered. They were more than thankful. And when we came back the next day to, to give him his guitar strings, he, re, 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 he, he redid his guitar strings on his guitar, and he played, and his mom sang us a song. Even though it was in Spanish, didn't understand a word, but just the joy and gratification that they had for what we did for them, because they didn't ask for much. They didn't ask for anything. And what Davy did every Sunday at Mass, he gave what he had. And he didn't have much. When we think about our gospel reading this morning, we hear about this little boy walking through with five barley loaves and two fish among 5,000 other people, plus figure some women and children were there at the same time, so that increased the number. Who seems the only one who was planning for that day? He's the one who brought the food. But whatever happened, either Andrew stopped him or the boy decided to say, you know what, everybody needs something. I'll give what I have. Think of the things that we too, in our own lives, can give. Three T's. The first one, our time. Can we give our time to God? Matter, no matter what it is, whether it's in prayer, our time at the church, or our time serving our works of mercy, or anything that we can do for the glory of God. What about our talents? What kind of talent do we have that we can give for the glory of God, no matter how small it is? Maybe you have a talent like Tom that can play the organ and, and the piano and the bells or our a wonderful choir over there who can raise our voices for the praise of God, or an instrumentalist like those here, or any other talent that we have. Maybe you're good at organizing things for donation practices and so forth, or you want to work for the foundation of Chimbodi. What about talk? Do we give ourselves time to talk and listen to our brothers and sisters? Maybe there's someone that we're estranged from that maybe a little bit of a conversation might bring that relationship back together. Maybe it's that little bit of faith that you have in Jesus. Maybe you need to increase just a little bit more. To, but no matter what it is that we have, if we give it to God, He will increase it. I don't have much, Lord. I don't have much in my, my gas tank anymore. Can you give me a little more strength? He'll take care of it. I need a better prayer life. I need to help on my corporal works of mercy. I'll take care of that. God cannot be outdone in His generosity and His mercy. No matter how many times we've sinned, we go back to confession, he's there to absolve us. When we're hungry and need his word, scripture is there for us, always there to refresh us and bring us hope.
We do it every time we come to Mass. When we have an offertory, we bring all our fears, our challenges, our hopes, our dreams, our failures, and we bring them up and we lay them at the cross because He gave all He had for our salvation, for always. He died for us forever, for our forgiveness of sins. He cannot be outdone. All we have to do is ask and give of ourselves. Lord, I don't have a lot. I just have my heart. And he'll tell you that's all that's needed. I just need you, your love, your relationship, whatever little bit that you have, and he'll do the rest. We just have to take that one step forward. So whatever your talent is, or your time, or that conversation that we have, just bring it to Christ and let him do the rest. And now, let us turn to our loving Father, and let us ask him to hear our prayer by responding, Lord, hear our prayer. For an increase in the gifts of contemplation and charity in the church. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For the health and safety of all communities, especially those undergoing new challenges due to the coronavirus. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For the safety of all those living among wildfires, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. That all who are sick or battling addiction, may they find strength and comfort in Christ. Lord, we pray. Lord, we go forth for the vision to help transform our social realities by the light of the gospel. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have died in our parish community, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We remember today Janine and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. And gathering our prayers together, let us now pray our prayer for unity, which can be found on page four in the bulletin. Together, we raise our voices to Mary, Queen of Peace, our Mother, and to her most glorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, 
and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit and living our covenant. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now together dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom of God, and the glory of yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Peace be with you. Peace, 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 peace. Peace be with you. Peace, with you. peace. Peace be with you. For those unable to be with us physically, we now pray a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Mm. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen. We just have a couple announcements. Bishop David Zubik is reinstating the obligation to attend Mass on Sundays and Holy Days, beginning on Sunday, August 15th, 2021. You may go to our website to read Bishop Zubik's full statement. We are reaching out to the homebound members who would like to receive the Eucharist and pray with fellow parishioners. If you know anyone who would like to receive the Eucharist, please have them contact the parish office. Also, for any gentlemen that are out there, are you being called to the diaconate? If you have any feelings about this call to be a deacon, you can come and ask questions whether you talk to me or Deacon Bob. And if you're willing to, you can also talk to Father Daniel or Father Michael as well. You can look at our website and or the bulletin and you can see listening sessions for anyone who wants to attend. And for those who are married, please take your wives because I'm sure they have questions as well. Thank you. Also as a reminder, while this is a celebration of the life and love of God Almighty, and while we gather together in, with great gratitude for his many gifts, the opening prayer, if you were paying attention, reminded us that many of the gifts in this creation that God offers us are fleeting. They're not always 
going to be around. And that's what the opening prayer says. May we use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast, even now, to those that ever endure. Well, there's a gift among us that is unfortunately fleeting, our presence. And his name is Thomas Conroy. And may I ask Tom to come up forward, come forward, please? We all know that this is his, he's our uh, minister of, uh, of music and choir, and, uh, and he's uh, his last, oh, perfect, his last, uh, this is his last mass with us on a Sunday. And uh, I'm going to stand closer, yeah, please, so, so the so people at home can see us. And hope everybody can see the interpreter there. But uh, Tom, we, uh, you came here to share your gifts, your talents, your skills. And as we all have witnessed, he shared them, you shared them exceptionally. And in sharing the gifts, as Deacon Frank is talking about in his homily, as, we, as Tom, you shared the gifts of your skill, your experience, your talent. You helped us all lift our minds and hearts to God. So in sharing your gifts, you helped us and you yourself glorified God. And you helped us. He helped us. But I, I have to share with you that while I certainly, absolutely appreciate I certainly absolutely appreciate your skill and ability. I more so appreciate the fact that you not only shared your skill, but you shared your life with so many of us. If anybody has gotten to know Tom, you know you have come to realize, and I'm going to put this out there, and I think I'm legitimate, I think Tom is a living saint. And it's not in jest. Amen. 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 If you didn't get to know him, please know, Tom, you shared your life with us. You shared your wisdom. You shared, I think, the most pleasing thing to me and I think I shared this with you. You shared your kindness with us. And just being kind to a person who is hurting huh, is so very powerful in our lives. And Tom, you did just that. You shared your kindness, not just with me, but with so many people. And in so doing, you changed our lives for the better. And for that, I thank you, and I thank God. Amen. So before we, oh, just so you know, Tom has a note for all of us in the bulletin. Please take a copy of the bulletin with you, and please read over it, and please share it with others if you, but let's now call down God's blessing upon Tom, and let's just help Tom in this difficult time of, he's leaving us, but we're leaving him, but let's just help Tom flourish even more and share, continue to share the gifts that he has and the, and the life that he has. I shared with him the other day that now that he's entering into ministry, I think there's going to be a, 
a magnify, magnifying glass over him and an amplifier over him to, to help him share even more so with the people he comes in contact with. So praise God for that. So let's now just call down God's blessing upon Tom. Come, Holy Spirit, rest upon your beautiful servant. Give him comfort. Give him peace. Give him strength. Give him insight. And most especially, give him a profound and intimate of your relentless mercy and your mighty and tender love. And help him know and, I hope, appreciate our enduring gratitude for his life and his love. And may God bless you through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, the Queen of Peace, through the intercession of St. Adelbert, and of course through the intercession of St. Prosper. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, brother. God bless you. And on, behalf, and on behalf of our parish family, Mary, Queen of Peace, I offer you a, a modest token of our <laughs> gratitude and appreciation. We love you, Tom. Thank you. St. Saint, Saint Thomas. St. Thomas. Amen. St. Thomas. Please know we're all welcome to gather right after Mass through these doors or around here to the front porch or the garage of the house for popsicles and fellowship and opportunity to uh, speak to Tom and, and to just join with one another. Please, please gather with us. Let us pray. We have consumed, O oh Lord, this divine sacrament, the perpetual memorial of the passion of your Son. Grant, we pray, that this most precious gift, which he himself gave us with love beyond all telling, may profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. To God.